Thanks for tuning in to the Vertical Plus podcast. We always open the show with a discussion about this past Sunday's message. If you didn't catch it, you can go back an episode and listen to the audio version. Thanks again for listening. Ben's not here, so somebody, somebody help. No, we're just going to leave you stranded. All right, well, fine. I'll Fla- flounder around for three minutes. What I've you been got? wanting to freestyle for a while. Saddest opener ever. Yeah, this uh, it was it was underwhelming. Oh, I'm thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chase, how it's are you? Happiest I've ever been. How, how are you, Chase? Uh, I'm good. It's hot. It's, not in here right now, but in general. Yeah, it's it's warm. It's, a, it's the hottest I've felt in a while. You just walk out outside and just you just feel sticky. It's just a gross feeling. Yeah. Although it felt nice in the morning yesterday. And at night. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? There's a new voice. We have a guest on this week. Megan. Chase. Who's your friend? So I brought along a friend today for this podcast recording. Her name is Cindy Weaver. Just picked her up on the side of the road. Wait a minute. I did. Wait I did. a minute. Weaver. Weaver. Does that, we does that mean... Is yes. this Jace's mom? It is. Mm. It is. Jace is in my small group. That's right. We're well acquainted with Jace. Yes, we are. Yeah, I'm sure Jace you is are. a cool kid. Fun fact, Cute Cindy guy. and I became very good friends many years ago when Jace and my boys were little guys and became best friends and terrorized are, yeah. the kids' ministry of the church. Photo evidence of that. True story. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then many years later, we've both... Uh, started over again and had another round of wild boys. So we're raising teenagers and babies together. What is your baby's name? Pierce. Pierce. How old is Sawyer Pierce? and Pierce. How old is Pierce? Pierce will be eight months next week. Oh, so they are, yeah, they're close. Right along. Close. Well, let's go. Incredible. Yes. Good stuff. So we have to, yeah. we have to move around for three minutes. We have to hang out. We Where got another at? minute. We yeah. got another minute of it. Let's, Let's see. talk about why we're feeling this episode's going to be so good. My first reason, Ben's not on it. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that some ships always have their anchors down, and this ship, our anchor has been we, in a negative way. We've already stepped up the game. Yeah. Like, we brought Cindy <laughs> like, in. We're trying to go out deep sea fishing, and Ben's just constantly dropping the anchor. Droning on about celebrity pastors. Yeah, and also these new Broncos. Yeah. Hey, which, I'm still here uh, to bring it all back in, guys. Well, okay, yeah. but Megan's a little different. Megan is just like, make sure we're on task and we're living up to our potential. Ben's in the past. Okay. He's 40. That's, that, He's, works. You know, that works. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, that makes Wait. me feel a lot better, guys. Like, I'm not old, old. I'm just kind of old. Yeah, okay. That's good. I'll Three take minutes. That. Nope. 20 more seconds. 20 more seconds. Let me talk about for 20 seconds. Who made this rule? Which, uh, well, it just kind of happened organically. Ben. Probably Ben, yeah. Probably. It seems, it seems like a Ben rule. It was, it was me. So you talk for three minutes. But no, this is you... Chase's podcast. I Thank you. I was told that earlier. Thankfully, it's been three minutes. Megan. No. Chase. Austin, you're yes. in teaching team meetings. I, sometimes. Yeah, most most of the time, pretty, right? Pretty much there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so give us a little recap of what Ben talked about this past Sunday, because for some reason he's not here to do Well, it. you know, I'll give you a recap about what we're doing in general. So right now we're in a series called... Consider the Raven. Consider the... Great name. 
Yes. Just just a and great graphic. Great it's name. Great. Yeah, thanks, great. Derek. Yeah, thanks, Derek. And thank you, Derek. Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, and Edgar Allan Poe. And I guess we could say the great physician that is the disciple, Luke. The great <laughs> <laughs> also His him. superhero yeah, name. Yeah. Who do we need? The, the great physician. Yeah, that's it. So uh, so we're in this series called Consider the Raven, in which we're talking about fear. Uh, we discussed it a little bit last week, but the overall idea to the series is uh, in, in Luke chapter 12, he talks about fear, and it kind of just lurks uh, in the background like this raven. Obviously, we're playing off the the whole Raven Edgar Allan Poe thing. The which, Raven, which is mostly what happens in t- uh, teaching team. We just get really obscure, you know, facts in, and we're like, "That's a great idea." And then we take it to staff, and they're like, "What are you even talking about?" <laughs> but this one's pretty good. We've talked about fear um, and everything that comes with that. The first week, I got to talk and talk a little bit about um, fear of not living up to the potential or where you are. And then this past week, Ben hopped in um, and he got to talk about a lot of good stuff, actually. He talked about um, things that trigger our fear, uh, the way we react to that, uh, animosity, disappointment, rejection, what that looks like in our own lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're kind of sneak peek running into um, what that causes in our lives, like the depression, mm-hmm. the anxiety, all of those things. And we're doing it through the life of Saul, which has been a lot of fun to talk about. And the OG Saul. Yeah, OG Saul. Not mm. not uh, Saul of Tarsus. Um, yes. But, <laughs> but His King lesser Saul. known name. Yeah, uh, but King Saul. Um, so it's been fun. And so really, I think I'm excited that we have a guest in, and I'm excited that um, you're here, and you're such a good friend of Megan, because y'all have a good, really, y'all have a really good relationship where you get to actually talk about fear, and you actually get to talk about um, what this looks like in your own life. And so, um, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be a good discussion. Incredible. Yeah. So usually we dive into kind of what we thought about the previous weekend's talk. Uh, and I think no one starts it off better than the OG of OGs, Megan Peck. What's your middle name? Lynn. I knew Thomas. that. Megan Lynn. Megan Lynn. Oh, Thomas. Thomas Megan Lynn Thomas Petyak. There you go. That's what an esteemed title. Thank you. Yeah. What do you think, Megan? You were, you were here. Yeah, I was here. Um, so I had to listen to it after the fact because Sunday was a little busy. Just running and I don't up. always make it into the service, you know. But um, I kind of felt like Ben was just calling me out from stage. I think Reshma said the same thing. As often happens. Yes, yes. Like, hey, this is how you handle things. These are the stories that I've heard about you. And now I'm just going to teach about it from stage. Use you as an example. That's basically what so, But I'm sure so many people in the room felt the same way, you know, because we all have those I mean, fear's a universal thing. Right, yeah. right. It's not just, not just Chase. Yes, um, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so um, I think that fear of rejection and the triggers, and I've had so many people say, like, Ben was so good, even if they were watching online. I think it hit a lot of people in a really strong way. Sure. Mm-hmm. It was a good, a good kick up for that. Oh, kick up. Yeah. It's I, I a think- party time right there. <laughs> You know, I think, back. You know Excuse me. me. I think that rejection is like, I, I, I don't know, like the way that we're tossing around the idea of fear lately, especially, is in a much more like physical manner. Like mm-hmm. we talked about a week one, like I'm afraid of being sick. I'm afraid of not having security because of the money mm-hmm. that we're spending and it may not be coming in or all these things. But like when Ben's talking about fear of rejection and it's a much more personal just like you said, I'm like, yeah. oh my God, like, why is he talking to me this morning? Like, why are we yes. doing this right now? Um, it's so applicable to everything that's going on. So anyway. 
It really is. Yeah. What about you, Cindy? <laughs> Man, <laughs> Chase just calling out guests. <laughs> That's Chase's favorite thing to do. He's just like, what, what are your thoughts on this? Um, or maybe if we can just kind of dive off into it. Do you have like a kind of natural response, like initial response when it comes to fear-based uh, situations? Um... A natural response. Like a lot of people's is like to shut down or to get angry or to reject mm-hmm. it, stuff like that. Well, and that was one of Ben's things like he talked about maybe maybe even a better place to start is like what triggers fear yeah. in us. Like um everyday triggers, yeah, traumatic like a, memories. Yeah. Is what 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 brings up fear in your mm-hmm. life, maybe? Uh, see how do I react to it? it's probably just going to depend on what the what's bringing on the fear right is it mm-hmm. a person is it a situation is it a trigger from the past that's going to kind of oh that's a good one yeah and yeah, yeah. we talked about that was it last week yeah well a little yeah. bit of nostalgia stuff mm-hmm. we, yeah, we talked about. about it even a little in in the talk like what what are those things that you know triggers. that kind of gets into the triggers yeah. yeah 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 and it's weird like it's weird how small things can trigger anxiety from the past like you just said it's like these deep wounds that you did like you thought it, you didn't even know it was a wound but then this anything happens that's something from your childhood or young adulthood whatever yeah. it is and, mm-hmm. and again screw ben because he brings that <laughs> stuff up he's like it's, it's his favorite no, thing to it's attack. his favorite thing he'll say something on a talk i'm like dang my dad did do that I, like, <laughs> I didn't even know i was so traumatized yeah. until now yeah so anyway yeah. um what I don't know. When you're listening to that, Megan, you you talked about listening back to a, what what came to mind when you thought about the triggers. Yeah, um, for me, there were a lot of things from just childhood, but then also situations I put myself in. Yeah. You know, in my older years, and so little things can come back and just trigger that. Oh my gosh, I could have ended up there. Yes. And then my mind will take me just into this rabbit hole of what if, what if, what if, and it's this fear of like, what if I would have done this? Or am I, am I acting in this way? And now I'm messing up my own kids. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do that. Yes. Fear of them becoming you. Yes. How often is that? Man, I hadn't even thought about that. And I'm the only one that doesn't have kids here. How often does your fear shift into that way? Like now that it's not just you and all of that stuff, does is does that where more of y'all's fear resides now? Is it is it based on your kids or or at least how you're affecting them? Yeah, I would say mine is uh it it started minorly when I got married, but something about kids mm-hmm. just changes how your fear the roots of it. Like almost any kind of fear I deal with in at this term in my life is like built around family stuff. Like whether it's providing or safety or just safety in terms of, uh, you know, not worrying about what the future holds and financially or living, whatever it's. Mm -hmm. And and honestly, a lot of it's financially because it'd be that way. Um, (laughs) It's it's almost it was a it's a pretty daunting shift, honestly, because it just like you kind of think that you're going to expect it whenever that thing pops out. But then suddenly you're just entire. mindset shifts and it's it's very cliche to say but it's it's super accurate that's the a reason it's a cliche yeah the baby pops out yeah, right. yeah we'll walk you through it later okay good <laughs> yeah but then they become teenagers yes and that fear is so different oh, really? I, I get it 
and not yeah. not from my own standpoint, but it is one of the benefits of raising them for like an hour a week. <laughs> you know, it will we prepare you well. It. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think. I mean, we talk at least once every couple of weeks just about is yours doing this is yours doing this no mine's doing this what about this and it's like what if they act like us what if they turn into us how do we stop them from hanging out that, with the people that are going to influence them the wrong way catch yourself yes trying to prevent them yes. from making choices because your fear is that choice is going to lead to this and lead to that and then the, all of a sudden you're going to be looking at you in the mirror at you were at 16 mm-hmm. and yeah. i have to catch myself to stop basically releasing my fear onto my child. Yes. So a lot of what Ben talked about, or not, not a lot, but one of the bigger points within his conversation on Sunday was like our emotional reactions to mm-hmm. fear. And that's maybe that's what I was trying to get into mm-hmm. earlier in, it, when terms of, in terms of reactions. But like mine, a lot of times when it comes to fear, uh, especially when people try to like rationalize it, it's to be angry. Mm-hmm. about the rationalization of it because i'm the one having to deal so you sit in that animosity exactly thing. that ve- the very first one he talked about and i was like shut up <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. um and it's i don't know i've had a hard time dealing with it because my fear has kind of changed emotionally or the my emotional reactions to fear have kind of changed throughout my life just depending on the stages that i'm in which i think is natural like that you always have your roots but i think it it shows itself in different ways so i'm kind of curious maybe what are what are y'all's emotional reactions that kind of tend to pop out at the first sight of any kind of fear inducing like, situation do we sit in animosity. Do we find ourselves kind of like reveling in disappointment or do you reject and, and do all of that? What do y'all think? I think I, it, depending on the situation, it could be any of, any of the three. <laughs> <laughs> that word triangulation. I, when I look at that, I think about, um, growing up and just, marital issues that my parents had that I've voiced before, um, me feeling very much in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. And I strive so hard now to never let my kids even know if, not that Mike and I have marital issues, but if we had a, a disagreement about something, if yeah. we weren't on the same page, like the kids don't, they don't ever need to know that. Mm. And so I will try so hard to push into a difference. So maybe I'll go to rejection when it comes to that, mm. like, eh. I'm just going to shut down. I'm done. I'm yeah. out. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm I think a shutdowner. Are you really? Definitely a shutdowner. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? Like, what does that look like in real time? Like, I literally will, I won't talk about it. I'll so it's like, hide it's, it's from it's the like situation. The symptom of rejection is mm-hmm. you're shutdowning. Yeah. 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 I feel I, like that's a common one. I don't do mm-hmm. that. I, I'm not. Shut up. I was trying to make a point. No, no, I just don't. <laughs> like, I camp out in animosity, I think. Yeah. It, I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I stay angry about things until I talk through it. Yeah. You know, I, I have to do that whole thing. Uh, and, and, and maybe that is part of the rejection is, like, the shock. I think I sit in that shock, and I'm like, okay, we have to, Reshma can attest to this. If, I, if like, we argue about something, I go and sit in her office, and I'm like, okay, no, we're talking about it. I'm not letting you shut down. Like, like we're, we're not doing yeah. that. Caitlin can as well. It's bad that I said Reshma before Caitlin. Caitlin and I don't fight. We're the perfect couple. Um, but, Sweet Caitlin. Yeah, yeah, she puts up with me. Well, here, here's an interesting thought that I just th- thought of. Thank you. Uh, applaud me. Um, I'm, I'm not, not doing literally. It. I'm not doing it. <laughs> 
Um, a lot. Something I'm always interested in is people's reactions. So, like Ben gave that that passage at the beginning of his talk about you know God's ways are not our ways, His thoughts mm-hmm. are not our thoughts, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. When people try to throw that at you, what? No, that's not. That makes it sound. Uh, negative when people try to use that to kind of help you when you're in a fear situation or something like that what is your initial reaction to that that's when my amnesty shows up yeah. then I'm, I, want, I want to be justified and mm. I don't want to hear what that. God's going to do through and through like I need you to hear me yeah <laughs> if I'm going to talk about there's it a reason there's a for reason for this yes. and let me yeah. let me be justified and then and then we can yeah I feel that then we can listen to what God's going to do yeah I hate mm-hmm. I, I'm with you on that I, I almost and this sucks because I'm on stage and like teach the Bible but I hate when people are like hey I see you're angry but this passage here I'm like stop <laughs> it <laughs> I'm not ready for that yet you can't pull my own card yeah, that's I'm not, not ready allowed. for that yet um, that's when you just say I'm not Jesus yeah I get to be human for a minute can I, can I just be justified for a minute? I'd be like, look, mm-hmm. Jesus got angry. I saw him do it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it may not have been fear-based, but dang it, he was angry. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. What about you, Megan? Yeah. Um, rephrase that question one more time. Let me make sure I answer it the right way. Don't insult my question. Um, so when people try to use the Bible, if that's like their first response to your fear, yeah. how was how, what's your initial reaction in that moment? Because I think it can differ from our response to fear to our response to mm-hmm. that kind of help. Cause mm-hmm. I think it's like a lot of Christians are yeah. guilty of that, which I mean, it's not something to be guilty of, but you know, you have to use it wisely. Right. And a lot of times it's used unwisely. Yeah. 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 I'm a processor. I have to process things. Yeah. And sometimes I will have an immediate reaction, but I try not to, I'll try to just shut down person. almost. <laughs> um, so when people do that, even if it does make me angry, I've, gotten to where I can just say, thanks, nod my head, smile, thanks. And I'll tuck that away for later when I'm ready to think about that. I think that kind of goes, and you and I were talking about this yesterday, Megan, when we were kind of talking about Ben's talk with the whole hiding and seeking thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and, and I'm trying to remember exactly what he said about it, but like that, when people give you that advice, whether it's good or bad, like I think a lot of that is a telltale sign of whether you are hiding from your fear or you're seeking for that refuge yes. kind of thing. I think I like to think that I'm seeking refuge in God's word or in just what I know about Jesus. Often, though, whenever I get scared, whenever I am fearful, whenever I am anxious, I'm actually hiding out, and then I'm mad at God that he's not giving me refuge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not doing it right, and then I'm mad at him about it. Yeah. I don't know. That's just me, though. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes I find that you just have to process it. Like, you have to be ready. Mm-hmm. Like, like if like if I'm mad and it happened that day, I'm not ready. Yeah. Like, I don't need... I, you you got to... Give me a minute. Rejection hurts. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's not just something that you, you know, snap out of. Um, I don't know whether it's with your kids, like you talked about, or um, in your marriage is almost like the most hard one, you know. Definitely. Uh, also known as the hardest. Yes, that as well. <laughs> I don't know. And, and even if it's not big, it's one of those things. It's like, and maybe that's a guy thing. Uh-huh. Maybe that's a guy thing, but it's like. Elaborate a little bit. I, I, I don't I don't know. It may not be a guy thing, but it's like if you even get that sense that there's rejection there, you know, whether it's oh, she doesn't actually value my opinion on that or she, you know, which 
if you know my wife, she's like the most loving person in the world. So <laughs> all I, of your opinions are valuable. Yeah, I totally read into that too much. But for what for whatever reason, that relationship in and of itself is so um, vulnerable and intimate that if there's even a hint of rejection in yeah. that, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that that cuts deep, and now I have to work on that. Is that your yeah. person? Yeah, yeah, that's your. Yeah, it's just different. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Maybe that's a rabbit hole we don't we don't need to go yeah, down. Yeah, I mean, I think women just view it differently. But for me, I'm always watching to make sure that Mike doesn't feel rejection because I know his personality type, mm. and he could easily feel that. So I, I do think men feel it in a different way than women. But I mean, I, I can definitely say so that I felt look, it. So what is that? Yeah, that's probably an ignorant statement for me to say that that's a man thing. What does that <laughs> look like for women then? Um, feeling like I'm not seen, mm-hmm. not appreciated. Yes. Like the things that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that I'm having to do the brunt of a job or something like that. And so he's not valuing man. And I'm not saying Mike does this all the time. I'm just saying, you know, for example, if I felt that way, I would feel rejected. Like you're not valuing me. You're mm. focusing on yourself and what you want to do. What do you think? Cindy? And just in any relationship, I'm yeah. just gonna just be. Don't hate me for this. Oh, no, I'm I don't be real you. and honest. I mean, it doesn't matter what kind of relationship it is. I think when that fear of rejection steps in, there mm-hmm. is no other side. Mm-hmm. You, there is no other perception. I mean, like when I moved three hours away and I felt like I was putting all this work into a friendship with Megan, and I wasn't gonna call, and I went instead of saying, "What's going on?" You're hiding from something. Something's happening. Mm. I let fear of rejection sit in, and I cut it off. Yeah, that and and there you go. And when I say I hide, I can cut a relationship, a friendship off, and I cannot think twice about it. Mm-hmm. And I'd be done with it, no matter how bad it hurts. So I think where we're boiling it down to is there is maybe not an equal amount of work, but there is work to be done on both sides of the relationship. Like you know it. As as the husband, you know, if if you're battling with that fear of rejection or any kind of fear in that situation, it's up to us to try our best to not put you in those situations. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if we're the ones feeling those things, we have to filter through. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, is it is it a justified fear or am I overreacting? Stuff like I do that all the time. Like any kind of negative thing that I think Rachel's done, my wife Rachel, uh, whom I love using Austin's tactic there. Um, you know, a lot of times that stuff's in my head. Yeah. I, I Like a lot of the fear stuff that I deal with, it's like almost internally built from the ground up uh, and without any real concrete outside source feeding into it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that sounds like I'm trying to dismiss any, dismiss any fear in a relationship. That's not what I was doing. Um, I, I was just trying to maybe, but that's what it is. And then it's like, it intensifies yeah. Yeah. and like you create something in your head that really is probably not even reality. Yeah. It has come, it went from reality to like your own perception of what you think is happening. So, mm-hmm. so whether it's a relationship and man, I love the vulnerability. That's, that's such a f- fun part of getting to do these podcasts is, you know, you have people on, you get to be real about your relationship. So whether it's you guys or with Rachel or, or whatever that is, like how does that reconciliation take place? You know, because I, I think, Hard. Yeah, cause I think <laughs> yeah. ultimately that says a lot about our reconciliation with God when we're being fear-based too. Yeah. But like in our relationships, it's, 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 you said it's hard. What does that look like? The reconciliation piece of that. I mean, for us, it took what, when did you move 
back 2015 into 2014. Okay, so I remember you guys came over for dinner and we talked and we really tried. I think it starts with yourself. I think you have to get okay with your, like within you, like your issues, your emotions. Mm -hmm. You have to be okay with, with you. I had to become okay that if I reached out and wanted to try to have a relationship with Megan again, that I was going to be okay if I got rejected. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that you can you can mend a, a relationship of any sort if you still have that fear of rejection. Because how can I reach out if I'm still in fear? Mm-hmm. Because all I'm going to do is is be in fear again that she's going to reject me. And when and what if she did? Mm. Yeah. And so I mean, for me, I just kind of, and I guess that's why it takes so long. Yeah. I mean, here we are. It's 2020 and it was right. what 2018 at yes. least a minimum. Yes. And but I think that's also part of, you know, you're learning to be okay with yourself as we grow mm-hmm. spiritually, as we grow emotionally. And, you know, that can go for any relationship. You're learning how to talk through things, you're learning how to process yeah, things. Yeah, 100% of the time it always boils back down to the work that yeah. has to be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I think that that mirrors exactly our relationship with God. So often I find myself, I mean, we're, we're very open about this here at Vertical, like doing doing work in your relationship with God is just that. And there are going to be times where you're going to be angry with God or you're mm-hmm. going to be upset or you're not going to understand, and that's okay. That's part mm-hmm. of living life. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've found myself in places where I'm literally angry at God. Like, why did you allow that to happen? But like you said, you have to open yourself up and say, why am I feeling rejected? What is that? How do I work on that? It's, it is that, it is that work and having a good understanding of it. So that's wise. The year is 1867. The war has torn us apart, left us in shambles. But one thing has always held me strong. Dearest Austin Mitchell Roberts, (laughs) your question sustained me through the end and you know it. So you could do me the absolute justified favor, if you so would. Ask us anything. Sincerely, (laughs) Corporal Philip Chase Hammock. Corporal. You should rank yourself up. (laughs) Wow. Since last week. I I fell over laughing whenever I heard the (laughs) podcast last week and you had added the... Anyways, it actually brought up a question. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, it did. Somebody asked us a question after your uh, soliloquy last week. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we can get that one out of the way and then we'll go on to the other questions. It was... Is the bromance between Chase and Austin real, or is it just a podcast pleasantry? <laughs> <laughs> I love the alliteration. It is so real. Yeah. So real. It's an award-winning love, actually. It yes. is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We, Best kiss MTV awards. That's, that's, that's right. right. That's right. <laughs> we, we bonded over stand-up comedy and funk music. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Call us the wolf. So if any, anything falls through on that front, yeah, we're it's, doomed. It's over. It's done. Um, next question. Okay. This one is actually going to be controversial. Okay. And I need Good. everybody's opinion on this, but nobody can get up and fist fight. Okay. Oh, Chase. Yeah. We might fight. This, this is it. Which is better? Oh, no. The all time. I knew it. The all time reigning champ. Which is better? Waffles or pancakes? Oh, that is not what I was expecting. Hmm. Uh, waffles. Wow. No. It's not even a competition. You didn't even have to think about it? No. Oh. 
Waffles. Pancakes get too soggy. Yeah, I'm going to go with waffles as long as they have chocolate chips. Oh, mm. man. I'm, I like crispy I'm about more to than fluffy. The waffles have have little pockets for your syrup to sit. To hold the, the condiments. Yes. yes. So I, the, wa- the waffle is more of a vessel, I guess, is, is what it is. It holds the... What do you put on it? It's got waffle? a crispy outside with the... Depends on the waffle. I, th- I just think... I think pancakes get older faster, too. Okay, see, mm. I'm, I'm going to have to fight y'all on this a little bit. And here's the thing. I think that the, well, I don't know, the best pancakes, like your, your, table. Your, your grandma's pancakes. Shout My grandma to, made waffles. Shout out to Nini. Uh, Nini? The, <laughs> the best pancakes are better than the best waffles, but I will say waffles are more consistent. Like oh, you can I roll guess. up at a Holiday Inn and they're going to have decent waffles. I'm not getting pancakes just anywhere. I Here's the thing. I think I think this is a criminal sin by... Even the biggest lovers of waffles, you any and all waffle eaters, you're underutilizing the butter. People think mm. it's all about the syrup. It's not. You have you to need, have You need to have a unrealistic amount of butter on that stack of waffles, See, and I, it really transcends. I think that's my gripe with waffles. Y'all know I'm not a like a sweets guy. I've, I've, it's what been, do you put on your pancakes? It's been noted that I hate. See, that's the thing. It's been noted that I don't like ice cream. So waffles are so incredibly sweet to me. I have to leave this podcast me. now. <laughs> <laughs> it's really Waffles strange. are so sweet to me. I just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because mm. they catch everything. Yeah, because it's the same batter. Yeah, I, I, like yep. to, I like to put peanut butter on pancakes. Okay. Are you, what? Peanut Sorry. butter on pancakes? I do. I'll I put do. peanut butter on a waffle. Have you not died of thirst in the <laughs> middle of breakfast? I don't, I don't know. Anyway. I told you it was going to be controversial. I don't know. I, I, hey, th- here's what I'll say. There's a reason Waffle House is going strong and IHOP is slowly degrading yes. into the nether regions. Ooh. Ooh, that's... But mm. Cracker Barrel's doing fine. Yeah, because they have incredible everything. <laughs> have you had their biscuits? Everything. Mama's pancakes. Biscuits, country boy ham. ham. Biscuits beat all of them anyway, she so this up, is kind of an irrelevant... The ham is the best. Next question. That is good. Did I break your mic? No, you're fine. Okay. Best actor or actress to play a villain in a movie. Ooh. Oh, jeez. Um, That's a toughie. Are we going just so? It, mm, okay, I can go. I can give a quick answer off of just pure voice. Like if if you're watching an animated movie and this dude's voice cuts through as the villain, you know it's a good movie. And it's Will, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, Will Arnett. I don't know who that is. He, he died yeah. to me a little bit whenever he did the Lego build-off show. I just, was it bad? He's he is annoying in it. What's a what's wrong with getting a little paycheck? Okay. He probably knew the show sucked and he's trying to hype it up a little bit. Okay. What, We're the sitting show over here great, in like the idea. like Denzel <laughs> Washington. <laughs> like, like who I've seen. Villains, villains in a movie. In a movie. I had mine the second I read this question. I knew who it was. Who is yours? I mean, it's probably Heath Ledger. No. Well, Heath Ledger's great. Oh, he. Rest yeah. in peace. Uh, but the best movie villain is Anthony Samuel. Hopkins. <gasps> Anthony yes. Hopkins. Anthony Silence Hopkins of the Lambs. Uh, he's Dr. Ford in Westworld. He's just, he's a scary dude. The thing is, this question is so, there's so many layers to it. Like, because there's comedy villains, there's true sinister villains. Like, Sinbad and Jingle All the Way is the villain, is a top 10 villain of all time. Oh my gosh. 
Come on. That's that's good. <laughs> I, I, I'm I think it's Anthony Hopkins. So movie I, villains, he's he's my guy. And I love Simon. Megan's researching over I'd there. I'd say Samuel L. Jackson. He's always just real creepy to me. Really? Yes, in all of his movies. He's, he's just like think about that that movie. What was that movie? Lake Terrace or Lake? How do you feel when he tries to sell you, uh, what is it that he said? Capital One. Capital One. What's in your wallet? You're not about it. You're Mm -mm, like, this guy wants something. He wants my wallet. He wants to know what's in it because he is going to take it from me. Okay. (laughs) That's funny. He is always. He's a great villain in uh, Django. Yeah, he is a good villain. Uh, Have you seen Lakeview Terrace where he's like the neighbor that's like the creepy neighbor that like tries to. mm. I I didn't. That movie just was a little too far. Some on the other side. I, when <laughs> yeah. I think of Samuel Jackson, I don't think villain. But now that you've said that, I I, I kind of buy it. I'm with it. Who, who you got, Megan? Jack Nicholson in The Shining. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I love he him. Was, and wasn't he in a Batman movie too? He was Joker. Yeah. 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 See, Jack Nicholson, underrated movie. He's a good one. Like that's a good one. Psycho kind of look. Just he pulls it off. Anger management. Oh, with the crazy right. hair. Yeah. No. Yes. Anger management. No, no. that's a good. The best. I just remembered it, and thank goodness I did. Did Ben Stiller, dodgeball, white goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a better villain. No one that. makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> you can't help but hate him. That was really good. Or the Zohan, Zohan, yes. Zohan. Yes. What was that movie? Yes. Don't mess with Zohan. Yeah, yes, that's, that's it. it. That's a good movie. All that right, last good. question. And this one, uh, the opinions will fly. Just based on that last question, I will know it. Okay. Starting five of Disney Pixar characters. Starting five basketball. I, I, here's the thing. I don't know about this question. Is that a Who movie? Are you asking the we don't top do it? Five. We don't call them out <laughs> on the podcast. You pick your top five. So I don't know if this is starting five, as in they're playing basketball. I think Genie's holding it down. Um, he's got all five members. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, so it can Gen- be any I think Disney. It's I, don't like, think, I think it's it can't just be top basketball. Five. Did you say Disney or Pixar? Genie is not five. a Pixar. If so, I think. Aladdin's holding down point guard. That dude's elusive as crap. Uh, I'm thinking Abu. Yeah, we'll just say top five Disney or Pixar characters. Wait, no, no, no. they said they said Pixar. They said Disney, Disney Pixar. Pixar. Okay, all right. Well, I feel Pixar. like we have to go with that. Okay. Okay. Starting five. Wow, we should have had more time. Do we need to pause it and then come back so we can make our list real quick? So maybe it's not we dead coll- silence. Maybe we could collectively. Yeah, because you know, like I'm yes. not going to agree with like, any I'm of you. I'm not real you know familiar this. with no. Pixar. Pixar. I wasn't watching Disney anymore when Pixar came around. <sighs> Pixar is. Yeah, uh, Toy I'm, Story. I'm all right, I'm making an executive decision. Did I'm you gonna, watch those with your hey, kids? Hey, or hey, hey, hey. Okay. Silence. We're stopping. Oh. I'm going to cut it real quick. We're going to get our individual answers and we're going to come back. See you in a second. Okay. SNL reference, nailed the joke. Oh, Megan, do it. Oh, my God, we're back again. Oh, my God, we go. we're back again. Okay, I'll just use the one from the previous week. Perfect. <laughs> Drop it in. Uh, all right, we took our time. Uh, <laughs> we were gone a while. We did, yeah. <laughs> but you'll never know. It was tough. It was It was very tough. It's, it's tough. I had, a, I had a really hard time. I'm still not even sure about my list, but I just I had to get something on paper. Yeah. Austin, I feel like you should go first. 
There's a caveat with yours, though, right? There is. Okay. Since we phrased it, dear listener, thank you for phrasing it this dearest way. Dearest listener. Dearest listener. Uh, <laughs> don't start that again. We, uh, <laughs> Since you said starting five, I've actually done mine as a basketball starting five. So you need to know, like, I don't know that these are my top five mm-hmm. Pixar characters, but if I had to put a team on the court... This is who it is. All right. Number one at point guard, Marlon the Fish from Finding Nemo, because he's going to find you on the court, and he's uh, dishing oh. those assists. Yeah, are we uh, underwater? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he probably wouldn't be that effective. He's, he's going to find he's you on the court. He's ball. over there gasping like, <gasps> <laughs> Get in shape. Uh, shooting guard, Mike Wazowski, because he's got court vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, small forward, Lightning McQueen, because, I don't know, he's, he's a, fast. He's a star. The yeah. man's a star. He makes yeah. things happen. He makes yeah. it happen. Uh, at Power Forward, we've got Woody from Toy Story because I had to fit him in. I love Woody. He's one of my favorite Pixar characters. And at center, Mrs. Incredible because she's got stretch. Uh, and Coach, I think Roz. Roz from Mr. Incredible. Oh, or not Mr. Yes. Incredible. Whoa, Monsters Inc. Monsters there you go. About to say, <laughs> she did. Yes. Cameo in The Incredibles. Yeah. That um, would have been. Megan, a you want to go next? Or you want me to go? Yeah, I'm ready. Go for it. Ready? All right. Um, I did not do mine as a starting lineup That's for okay. a team. That's okay. That's but okay. But if something happened and I needed to be saved, I think I would want these people to My be our team. My life is just I, void yes, of sports right, so right now. So <laughs> you are <laughs> so saved. Um, if I needed to be rescued, oh, the dream know. team of uh, Pixar. Dream team. Here we go. All right. Slinky from Toy Story. Uh, He's a great character. Yeah, He's an underrated like, character. He can mm-hmm. swing around, do all kinds of stuff. And Woody as well. Oh, this is Toy a Story. literal rescue mission. Okay. I'm, yes. Like, I'm I mean, in Slinky it. and Woody, they're on it. They the can tie people up with scotch Pixar. tape. We're good. Uh, Violet good from The Incredibles. Who? Violet. Violet. The daughter. So she can do there the force is, fields. Uh, she annoys the crap out of me. Invisible. Megan's got a thing for angsty teens. Yeah, I'm no joke. I know it, right? <laughs> she's, she's, she sees potential in yes. Violet. She's like, that's, I got it. Look, she put her girls, hair back. She's good to go. They're yeah. stubborn. They're gonna get it done. Uh, Sully from Monsters Inc. Love classic. Sully. Big guy, but he'll get it done. And then number one, Mrs. Incredible, Elastigirl. She's great. She's just bad A. Yeah, she's great. Whoa, yeah. whoa, <laughs> easy. Hot. I think they say that in the Incredible. The real too. hero of know. that movie. She really is. Yep. Yeah. Mom saves the day. That's right. Who you got, Cindy? Uh, I've got Dash. Just As number five, are you going at, five to I'm one? I'm going five to one. Dash okay. was my five. Um, Which movie is Dash? Dash is The Incredibles. Incredibles. And he's yeah. just super yeah. fast. He always wants to use superpowers. That's right. That's right. I got Mater from Cars because he's going to be loyal to a fault. And Dory. <laughs> That's Dory's my, I my need number three. Sustainability in my relationship. <laughs> I'm That's there. right. No matter what, Dory is going to find a way. That's yes. right. Mm. And if we're going to go basketball, you tell her to get the ball in the hoop, and she's going to say That's a ball true. in the hoop. You'll have to remind her what she's going to do. Mike Wasowski. Yes. And I, I'm just going to throw this in here Woody, uh, because if we're going to talk about rejection and fear. That's true. Uh, he That's overcomes it from, from right. valid the point. first one to the last one. Yes. I love Woody. Woody's my favorite. Such a good character. All right. Come on, Chase. <laughs> All right. I just did mine as my top five favorites. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, my number five is Anger from Inside Out. I I think he oh, is the comedic. God about Inside Out. I yes. think he's the comedic backbone of that whole movie. Uh, he's incredible. Um, number four. Age old classic. It's hard. My my top four could honestly all be number one interchangeably. Uh, number four, Mike Wazowski 
Uh, if you want to talk about carrying a movie, and it wasn't even a bad movie, he just carried it. Yeah. it it's Mike Wazowski. Well, he's Incredible. made three of our lists. Exactly. So yeah. I'm, I'm he, there. He holds strong. He probably uh, wouldn't help you if he had to save you, but you know. Yeah. You know. Anyway, uh, number three is Ham from Toy Story, the pig. Mm-hmm. Uh, I he is right up my alley humor wise. I laugh <laughs> at everything he says. Who played Ham? Uh, the Who? guy that's in every single Pixar yeah, movie. Yeah, I can't uh, think John, of his voice. It's it's a, some very Jewish name. Hold on, hold on. Pause. <laughs> it's, a, it's okay. I was really just curious. Pause. Wait, we're finding it. School of Fish. He is John Ratzenberger. Mm, oh, you weren't wrong. Ah. Yeah, you weren't wrong. John Ratzenberger. Uh, number two, Doug from Up. Uh, I'm picking all the funniest characters because that's what I look for in Pixar. Up makes me cry. Every time. In the beginning, for sure. The, I've it, never watched it all the way through. Oh, what? It's such a good Probably movie. Probably because I didn't want to cry. Such a good movie, but it, it really it makes me cry. Yeah, yeah great movie. Uh, and number one, Drum roll. How, do you not, how do you not? It's Woody. I love Woody. I've loved him since I, I don't know. When did the first one come out? Like 90, 93. 93, yeah. 93. So since before I was born, I have because loved Because I was born in 93, and the year that I graduated high school, they put out Toy Story. Three. Yeah, when he graduated, mm-hmm. my mom was all tears. She's just like, I can't handle it. I Passing can't the handle torch. it. I watched Toy Story with my baby brother, who was born in 93. Yeah. That's yes. right. So I said Pixar. Great year. Shout out Bill Clinton. Next segment. All the great men were Next born segment. in <laughs> Oh, gosh. Recommends, recommends, Man, Austin, go first. What we forgot? We have to thank, thank you, Janice. Janice. Thanks, Janice. Thank what you, it? Janice. Oh, sorry, Cindy doesn't know who Janice is. Uh, you, me neither. That's I kind still of the, it's met kind her. of the mystique. So, so okay. Janice, is that a word? mystique. It's Tammy's mom, yeah. Ben's wife. Oh, okay. And we've actually taken the uh, the format of recommends. We have to name something we want, or something you should want, something you need, something you should wear, and something you should read. And we stole it straight from Janice's handbook for Christmas. Yeah, she's oh, just yeah. Uh, OG of the grandma game. Okay. <laughs> so here we are. Noted. <laughs> here we are with the recommends. Uh, I have a want. I think that you want, and I was sleeping on this. I was told by our one and only Chris Grote that I needed to watch this, and I put it off because I couldn't find it anywhere, but it is now on Netflix. You need to watch, speaking of basketball, The, the, the Last Dance. Yeah, I'm in the middle of it right now. Oh, you are? You're mm-hmm. watching it. Isn't yep. it so good? It's incredibly good. It's almost all footage from the 80s and 90s, um, and it's just like sports were better then. They actually mm. they, they played each other, and they yes. actually hated each other. Yes. And I'm I'm so in on that. Yes. I uh, I'm good. I'm good with it. So the last dance is really really good. Something that you need. I we've talked about coffee a lot lately, um, and I've been playing with the coffee, the espresso game a little bit. Um, and you need good oat milk if you're gonna do that. You you, you need good oat milk. You, you, Did I steal you, it? No. Were you, you gonna do it? I just let you. No, it's fine. I was, are you going to recommend the brand? Go ahead. You showed it to me. Chobani. Yes. Yeah. It is the way to Creamy go. Creamy oat milk from Chobani. The they have Only three people will enjoy that recommend, but you need to try it. <laughs> you three people enjoy <laughs> yeah, your yeah, life. Yes, that's right. You live your best life. Uh, recommend something you need to wear. I don't have anything for wear. I'm, I'm, I'm not good at that one. I, Underwear? I'm, 
We, we've been there, done that. I just wear the same thing every day. Um, and then, including the same pair of underwear. Same I pair of underwear. Yeah, it's the same. Wear that to talk to you about it. Yes, uh, I mean, you definitely it, should. You know, it's a personal problem. I'm getting over it. Something you should deodorant. Read. Deodorant's great. That's true. A good deodorant. <laughs> yeah, get that natural. Wrap it up. Go. Out <laughs> Something you should read. I'm back with the read because I've been off of it for a couple of weeks, but I have begun. The newest Ron Holiday book. Ron Holiday is a protege. Stillness is key. No. Oh. He wrote that. He wrote Obstacles of the Way. He wrote Ego's the Enemy. He's a protege of the man, the myth, the legend, Robert Greene. My favorite. Have you ever talked about Robert Greene on this I podcast? I love Robert I mean, Greene, and so does Ron Holiday. But Ron Holiday's latest book is called Conspiracy, and it's got everything you need. It's got billionaires who are doing bad things. It's got Hulk Hogan. It is such a good book. That was literally all you need, billionaires oh. and Hulk Hogan. There I love are. Ron Holiday anyway, but I started this book, and it's fantastic. So you, okay. need, to, you need to read it. Okay. Megan. All right. Want. Oh, no, sorry. Guess a second. Okay. I, it's my own rule. I almost broke it. All right, Forgive here me. we go. Okay, what is like, what is want? So something. Just entertainment something that, stuff. Something that you enjoy that other people need in their life. Oh, that's easy. A Jeep. A Wrangler. Oh. <laughs> you need to have that. Sorry, Ben. You want ben. to have that. Can it just be want, need and want? Because yes. that kind of goes in. You can be that bold as really? you like. I like it. I like it. You need that. You need to experience it, it prov- driving around with no doors. I feel that. I need one, too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's good. That's a solid recommend. It's, it's a yeah, Want, need, one. wear, read. Anything else that fits those other categories? Okay, read, since we're on, you know, talking about fear, rejection. You have to go in order, by the way. Oh, I'm a wear. What should you wear? Um, gosh. Um, just the type of clothing? It's or? okay. If, yeah, you don't have to have it. I have a hard time. I've like never it. had all four, ever. Yeah. So that's like the life. There yes. you go. Um, And then read. The Power of Hope. It's a okay. fantastic book. Who's it by? It is Faith by Hill. Shut up. <laughs> kind of looks like Faith Hill. Dutch Sheets. Okay. It. It's a fabulous book. It's if you're a, in a hard place and you're in a fear or feeling rejection, the power of hope is a good one. Good stuff. Good recommend. Awesome. Meg Han. All right. Um, want. So my husband texted me last night and said, I'm ordering dinner, DoorDash. We're not doing anything tonight. And I got Red Samurai. Ooh. How have we not recommended Chicken that. Sushi Bowl. I've already recommended it. Did you? I don't know. Well, so if Chase Go recommended back and it, get it, I'm validating his recommend. Yes, validate you, me. Is that what you ordered last time? I had yes. Lunch? It is the it's only a, thing you it's should a That is a, yeah. 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 I've never had it before. Definitely recommend it, to, that. It started as a Cody, Cody CrossFit. We're not sorry, giving, Cody that's a different podcast. We're Actually, it wasn't even Cody. Credit. It's one guy. And what was it called? A chicken, chicken sushi bowl from Red Sam. Make sure you order it that way. You have to be careful because if you order just the chicken bowl, the guy will chew you out. And give so you that's a kid's meal. You don't want menu. that. Yes. So chicken sushi bowl, red samurai, and, delicious. And she recommends saying it correctly. Yes. Yes. Yeah, indeed. Um, need a Bissell Crosswave. What? what, what? Is it is a. It sounds like a Star Trek it weapon. Vacuums your floor and mops it at the same time. Oh. Mm. We're losing power to the Bissell Crosswave. <laughs> Star Wars Episode that's Ten. That's how you feel. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> So it it's a life changer for anyone who has pets or babies that are constantly moving around on the floor or teenagers that just eat and don't, don't pay attention mm. um, and spill things everywhere. So Bissell Crosswave, it will sweep and vacuum at the same time. And then I don't have anything for Sponsors wear. Bissell. I love Target jeans. There you go. Oh, and works. read Redeeming Love. It is a girly mm-hmm. book. But are they Amish? No. Okay, all right. No, it's based on the book of Jose. 
And so it's it's actually a really cool storyline, but they're making a movie out of it, and the movie does not look like it's going to be cheesy. Oh. I've been watching some behind-the-scenes stuff. I don't know how they could make that into a cheesy movie because it is such a strong storyline. Great story. So, Ooh, can I yeah. change my wear? Sure. Sure. Yeah. You're the guest. The new uh, plastic Birkenstocks. Oh, I just Although bought not, a pair of those. Did you? No, no, they're from Target and they cost half the price and they are just as fabulous. They're great. They're great. They're what so they comfy. Birkin Crocs. Birkin Crocs. Yeah. Birkin Crocs. They, they are fabulous. They really are super comfy. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I can wear them on the job sites. I can wear them just out shopping. I wore them last night while I was pressure washing. That's right. I, I mean, they're everything. They're the, they're the shoe for everything. Yeah. There you go. I'm going to start. Chase makes fun of me for comfy. I'm going to start saying cozy. That's a super cozy, cozy pair cozy. of shoes right there. Cozy. All right, Chase, your recommend. All right. Oh, uh, what you want? What you want? Austin took Tell me mine. What you want. Austin took mine. Were uh, you really gonna say? I that? was gonna say the last dance. Uh, <laughs> but I'm willing. I'm okay with changing it. Because uh, they're doing that Pixar thing reminded me of something. Because I encounter it all the time. There are too many people in this world that have not seen a Bug's Life. Oh, a, a mm-hmm. substantial yeah. amount of people. I am shocked to find out have not seen that OG Pixar movie. It's a great and movie. it is. I dare say a top five Pixar movie, even though I didn't pick any characters from it, but I think they're all equally well, great. None of them can ball. True. Uh, Caterpillar from it is pretty good. I don't know his real name. Uh, Heimlich. Huh? Heimlich. Heimlich is the Caterpillar's I name? I just Googled it. Oh, okay. Who's the Thanks. blue guy? He's, he's pretty legit. Uh, all the ants are blue. Flick. Uh, <laughs> you knew I was talking about. The scariest one was Hopper because he was actually Kevin Spacey. Oh. That, was, that was Kevin Spacey in his prime, yeah. and that's all we'll say about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what you need. All right. Too many people going on my rant. Too many people are settling for home goods uh, whisk. Okay. You deserve to have a whisk that can stand up to cooking. All right. Whisking hardcore and also is dishwasher safe. All right. Okay. There is a brand on Amazon uh, I don't know how to pr- pronounce the name. It's a- O-U-D-D-Y. I think I guess Audi. It seems like a conflict sure. of interest with the cars. But anyway, I want to call them Audi. Maybe Odie. The what Audi is, what of you, you don't cook. Yeah. This is just such a chase pick. You yeah. need this. Go, go ahead. This I'm is I'm this is valid for like ninety percent of our listeners. Okay. You're just a ten percent. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. Misogynist. <laughs> I said nothing about women mowing. Oh, excuse me. Uh, they are okay. So you get a three pack when you order these. You get right. a large one, a medium sized one, and a little uh, live sized one. Little yeah. baby whisk. Live is my baby. Uh, literally, um, you, they are incredible, and they are only thirteen dollars for three whisk, and they are dishwasher safe, That's which a is very which good price. says something for whisk, because many, if not almost all, are not dishwasher safe. Okay, because yeah. they're so cheaply built. You know Get what, these. You know what I don't like about whisk when you wash the little shakers in your shaker bottles, they get caught up in the whisk, and they they stick to the whisk, and so I'm always mad at the whisk because you have to break it off. Soak it. Okay, go ahead. Okay, that's all I had. That was my last one. Oh, that was it. Oh, that was it. Yeah, wow. that's, that's the end of the podcast right there. Solid podcast. See you. Thanks for joining us, Cindy. Yeah. Hey, we fun. don't do that. Bye. Quit. No. We appreciate you. I'm cutting it. We say what we want. <laughs>